the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet, get a $100 free bet. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed Dondre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. And finally, we're brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, we're giving away an MLB jersey as part of our wildcard playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am coming to you from Newcastle upon time, stuck up on the northeast coast of England. Today is Thursday, October the 6th, and we are here with... This is a AL wildcard um, show for the games that are going to start on Friday, October the 7th. The series start tomorrow. Um, it's a four-way go tonight. I'll introduce the dross first before we get on to the main attraction. Uh, firstly is the machine, Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, what's happening? Oh, season is here, Malcolm. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, we'll talk about L wild card, and then we'll do the NL later. But uh, yeah, big show planned. I'm really excited about the postseason, Mal. Yeah, me too. Good times. Uh, second up, uh, the youngster, Noah Bennett. Noah, what's happening? <laughs> How are we doing, Malcolm? Um, I tried to be cool and go with some earbuds, but they were lagging too much for me. So, And I talked too much already, so that's about as much of an intro you guys need from me. I'm ready to do this. Postseason baseball. And finally, uh, we have an extra special guest. Not spoke to him personally since the start of the season. Um if you follow this man on Twitter, you'll know uh, that all of the Toronto Blue Jays organization have at various times been the best players in the world, the worst players in the world. The entire bullpen's been sent to Mars at various points, but also I believe he's got a uh, developing a bit of a soft spot for Newcastle United. Uh, so he's all right in my book. It is Mr. Johnny Junter. Johnny, good to see you. What's happening? Doing great, man. And I will say this, and speaking about Newcastle, they've been an absolute cash cow. I know this is MLB Gambling Podcast, but Newcastle, and by the way, Mal, I mean, I trust your team more than you trust them. I, I tweeted out Newcastle was a lock and you give me the whole spiel, they're missing players. It doesn't matter with Newcastle. They find Find ways to win and on the road as well. And they might be my favorite team in the EPL, the most undervalued team in the EPL, I'll say. You tried to mush me last Saturday is what you tried to I do. Know, I know I didn't know I had them. I did not mush <laughs> you. I, I'm all in on Newcastle. I will never reverse mush them. I only reverse mush the Yankees. <laughs> I've gone all in on the uh, on the reverse mush tonight. I've got my Blue Jays cap on. I've got my Italy uh, number 20 Francesco Totti shirt on. Uh, so I've pulled out all the stops, Johnny, to make you feel uh, like this is a safe space for you tonight. I appreciate um, that. What we're going to look at in the next half an hour or so, like I say, the two AL wildcard games that start tomorrow. Uh, first, before we get into that, I'm going to have a 30-second rant. Uh, MLB have pulled the plug. They've blacked out all the games in Europe. So I've paid me MLB subscription. Everyone over here has paid it. Um, the rules were we'd be allowed to watch it and they've just decided today to change the rules. Um, talk about growing the sport. We talked World Baseball Classic the last couple of weeks. Italy, Israel doing well, Holland, Germany, uh, Great Britain made the cut. All this home run derby X bollocks 
um, where they go all around the world and make YouTubers hit balls off platforms. And then you get to the actual playoffs and they've pulled the plug. Um, so we feel a little bit now like you feel, because I know you boys get the blackouts all the time, um, which is complete bollocks. But uh, the AL Wildcard, we're going to start with uh, Johnny and his Toronto Blue Jays, because that is the reason we've got him on. Uh, they go off at 4 7 uh, tomorrow, home series against the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the pitchers for the three nights. Uh, tomorrow is Luis Castillo taking on Alec Manoa. And then it looks like Robbie Ravy, Ross Stripling and Logan Gilbert again, Kevin Gorsman. Uh, for the series, Seattle are plus 135, Blue Jays minus 136. And for tomorrow's game, uh, the Mariners with Castillo are plus 125. Alec Manoa and the Blue Jays are minus 132. Johnny, break down the series, break down game one. Just give us anything you've got. Any picks, leans, thoughts, gut feelings. Hit us with uh, everything. Well, I will say this. I will be in attendance Saturday and potentially I have tickets to the Sunday game as well. First time in five years. Uh, or six years Jays have had home playoff games. I'm fired up for it. And maybe you guys can back me up on this. I have never seen a team so disrespected and so bet against than the Toronto Blue Jays again in this series. Every single fan is trying to give me a spiel on TikTok on everything that the Mariners are better than the Blue Jays when their lineup isn't even nowhere near. And the starting pitching's better, all that type of stuff. You are playing at the Rogers Center, arguably one of the hardest places to play in postseason baseball. I know you guys have seen the videos, all that type of stuff. It, it's sickening shit. And this series, Alec Manoa going game one against uh, – you could have fucking Cy Young on the other side of the bump going <laughs> up against him. Alec Manoa is a guy – he has a .8 ERA in the month of September in crunch time. .88. Been one of the best pitchers in baseball. Going against Luis Castillo, who's been kind of shaky, to be honest with you. I think game one's going to set the tone. Alec Manoa's first time pitching in a playoff game at the Rogers Center. It's going to be massive. I think he shines to the moment, and like I said in the tweet, he etches his name starting to become a legend in Blue Jays baseball. I think game one is kind, is not – I'm not going to say a lock, obviously, but I favor the Jays in that. The Jays lineup's way better. Um, I'm not really that scared of Eugenio Suarez, who apparently, according to all Twitter, is better than Matt Chapman, which is just a, an, another absurd take. But I think it favors – the only thing the Jays are down in in this series is bullpen. I think the bullpen is the scariest part of the series. Penn Murphy, that Munoz guy who throws 103 for no reason, and uh, Paul Seawald, who, like I said, I'm not really that scared of that guy, but those two guys in that bullpen are freaks. So if this is a close game and it, it, it turns into a bullpen fest, I don't know if I trust the Jays' bullpen compared to the Mariners. So I'm going to give the Jays the advantage on offense and on starting pitching, and then the bullpen is just a, it's just a throwaway. I don't know where to go with that, but I think it's, I think it's the Jays' clear cut, and it's disrespectful to even make them 150. So confident uh, behind Alec Manoa then tomorrow. Uh, moving on to the weekend, Stripling and Gorsman. Um, are you happy enough with those two boys going? Uh, uh, actually, John Schneider said he doesn't know. He's not showing his hand. So he's not going like, to. Okay. Yeah. So I believe it's going to go Stripling, which is, I think, what I predicted. Um, Stripling going game two if Jays win game one. And then uh, if Jays lose game one, it's obviously going to be Manoa. But Robbie Ray, like the guy has a 370 RA. I'm like. That each pitching matchup you go up against them, I'm not scared of. Like Robbie Ray gets hit around a lot. The Jays have a mainly just everyone in the lineups a righty, so righty on lefty right there, automatic advantage. I don't think 
I don't think that Robbie Ray matchup's that scary. If I'm the Mariners, I don't know why I'm not starting Logan Gilbert game two. Is that crazy to say? I think Logan Gilbert's been more impressive than Robbie Ray. Am I right on that, Noah? I, I think you are. Honestly, Robbie Ray has a little bit of control issues that I've never liked. Um, at the beginning of the season, I was kind of out on him. Then I kind of got back into him, and when I got bought back into him, he started to fade down the stretch again. So I'm right there with you, uh, Johnny. I, I'm not. I I'm not 100% sure that that on my notes, which um, are the Oracle, uh, I've got Ray and Gilbert with a little interchangeable arrow next to them. So I'm not sure that's entirely um, set in stone. But yeah, Robbie Ray. I mean, unreliable is is the buzzword there with Robbie Ray. So um, all told, then Johnny, moving forward, so you, you think the the Seattle Mariners don't hold too many fears for you. Uh, and if you want to take us further down the line in your bracket, Johnny. Uh, how do you feel about the Blue Jays then moving on? Potential opponents? Uh, yeah, I like the Jays moving on. I mean, the thing is, what it's going to come down to, and this is not a cliche answer to say, is if the bats show up. Like, the Mariners' bottom of the order has been terrible. Like, not great at all. I mean, Carlos Santana, is I think he's in the 5-6 hole, but it's not great. I mean, it, it goes Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, maybe Mitch Haniger, and then the rest are just got, like fill-in guys. I mean, the Jays... You got Danny Jansen hitting in the nine hole, who's a 270 hitter, who's been putting up all-time numbers for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think he just broke a record for catchers for Toronto Blue Jays. And Whit Merrifield, who's hitting like 320 in the last month. Those are the eight, nine guys. No other lineup, I guess there's a couple others like the Dodgers might be, but no other lineup has those type of guys at the bottom of the order that can turn the order over. And we know what the top of the order does, right? I mean, you got Springer. Vladdy, Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, Alejandro Kirk, Lourdes Gurriel, it just ne- and Chapman, it never stops. So I think it's all going to come down to if these guys show up like they have been the last couple of weeks, it's going to be hard to get these guys out. That's, that's where I stand with that. But I do have the Jays advancing, obviously. I'm, I'm going to say in three to be safe, but I don't want to mush it. So I'm going to say Jays in three. But I do think it, it could very easily go two, especially with the way the pitching matchups and the lineups go. I found, Johnny, that the Toronto Blue Jays are one of the teams I'm least comfortable handicapping. The certain teams, I think, yeah, I expect this from them this week or in this series. I never find that with the Blue Jays. I don't know uh, whether I'm coming or going. How have you felt the Blue Jays have been this season, generally speaking? Is there ever a time when you're comfortable with what they're about to produce? It's been a roller coaster. And I'll say right now, the whole lineup, the entire Blue Jays lineup right now is hitting. I mean, Whit Merrifield from the clouds all of a sudden, um, Matt Chapman, 27 home runs, platinum gold glove, third baseman. Everyone's really starting to hit. And I mean, the Mariners, you can make the argument they kind of coasted in or like dragged themselves into the playoffs. I mean, easy chance for home field advantage. You lose to a series to the Athletics. You lose a series to the uh, Angels. You lose a series to the KC Royals. And you barely beat the Tigers. Like, that's coasting in. The Jays handled their business. I mean, they won the series against the Orioles. They dog-walked the Red Sox, swept them at Rogers Center, and they they handled their own. I mean, I think it goes into how you go into the playoffs. And the Mariners coasted in, and the Jays played have been playing playoff baseball since for that home field advantage. So I like I like the chances with that. It's definitely all about momentum, and especially in the MLB playoffs. You saw it with the Braves last year. So Johnny locking his bets up there on the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, our lines tonight, all the bets will come from uh, win bets. The perfect time to join is now. Uh, if you bet $100, you'll get a $100 free bet. The casino is on the go. Uh, 100% deposit bonus there. Up to $1,000 as well. Um, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bets so they know that we sent you. sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. 
Uh, Fubo TV as well. Loads of football going on at the moment. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage, college and pro football, NFL Red Zone, and 4K, no extra charge. No contract, no commitment, cancel at any time. Try Fubo TV free for seven days. Get 15% off your first month. Go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Okay, uh, which one of us, see then, is going to be the first to step out of line and try and get in the way of Johnny's bandwagon, Munaf? Who have you got here? You got the Seattle Mariners or have you got the Blue Jays? I've got the Blue Jays. And I think that we kind of go back and look at the season series between these two squads. I understand that, you know, Mariners won, I think, five out of the seven games that they played each other. But I think four of those five victories came uh, in Seattle for the Mariners. And I think experience has a lot to do with once you get to the postseason, right? I, I, I think that, especially in game one with Alec Manoa, and, you know, I picked him to be the AL Cy Young this year. Unfortunately for me, Justin Verlander's had an incredible year for the Astros, but... You know, Manoa's been a guy that I have been backing a lot this season. And like Johnny mentioned, I think that he's going to pitch a big game for uh, the Blue Jays in game one. I think we're getting a discounted price on Manoa here in game one. I know Luis Castillo's on the other side, but Johnny hit the nail on the head that I think this lineup for the Blue Jays is a lot deeper from one to nine than that is of the Seattle Mariners, right? I think Seattle Mariners, you could give them one to four, one to five, but after that, there's a lot of question marks there. And they're still a young team, right? We talked about it a lot last season that they were going to be this up-and-coming team. They're in the playoffs now. They have a three-game series here, but I think is a moment going to be too big for the Seattle Mariners, especially in Toronto at Rogers Center, right? That crowd is going to be uh, – they're going to be drunk by midnight before the game even starts the next day. Um, so I, I just think that this is going to be a game, number one, where I think the Blue Jays lineup is, is going to be better than the Mariners, obviously. And I, and I know the concerns we have about the bullpen, but I think this starting pitching, especially with Manoa, Ross Stripling, and Kevin Gossman, I think those guys will probably at least go six to seven innings, at least if they are pitching a great game. Because I, I, I'm like Johnny, I'm not sure I trust his bullpen at all. Uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays. So, yeah, I'm going with the Jays for the series and in game one. But I did want to ask Johnny, uh, if you had to pick one or two guys in this lineup that you're looking out for to kind of be that X factor for this Blue Jays lineup, I know you and I have talked a lot about Bo Bichette throughout the season, but if you had to pick maybe one or two guys to really step up and help out guys like Vlad in this lineup, who would you go with? I'm going to say an underrated guy that I have no idea why he's not talked about. I know he's been injured as Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I mean, this is a guy that hits in the seven spot, six spot of the lineup, is above 300 hitter, um, a really good contact guy, has shown to have a lot of power, and he puts the bat on the ball when he has to be, and he's also a very decent – he's a decent he's a decent fielder and has a good arm. Like him, and I would probably say a guy like M- Munoff knows, is Teoscar Hernandez, another guy that's just not talked about in baseball. We, I, we pulled up his stats on – uh, Gate 14 podcast in the last month. I believe he he's hitting uh, over 300 in his last 30 games. Um, and he's a guy that if he gets hot, yeah, here's stats right here. Last seven games since, I guess, like getting back into the lineup, he's hitting 357 with three home runs and 10 hits. I mean, that's a guy, if, he's a, if that guy's firing on all cylinders in the Blue Jays lineup, it's another guy it's impossible to get out. And he's shown, I mean, you saw last week against the Red Sox, I think he hit two home runs, yeah. two, one game tying, and the other one to take the lead. This is a guy that he's a gamer. 
I think Teoscar and Lourdes Guriel, and you can even throw Matt Chapman in there, are going to be massive X factors because these are guys that are veterans, a little bit more experienced, not much playoff experience, but don't let the moments get too big. And uh, these are three guys that are going to be massive for this team. So I, I, I do like that four, five, six part of the lineup for the Toronto Blue Jays in the playoffs. Okay, so Noah, um, are you going to make us a three-way go? Or are you going to make us a case for Seattle? Oh, come on, Malcolm. I drafted the Toronto Blue Jays in our in our thing. I, I'm going with the Blue Jays in the series, you know. And I think that's an interesting point by Johnny to make about Teoscar Hernandez. Is That's a guy – I was, I was kind of out on the Blue Jays in the preseason. I thought they were a very public favorite uh, to win the division. Then Aaron Judge and the Yankees happened. But Teoscar Hernandez was my dark horse to lead the league in the RBIs, and he just got injured and didn't quite have um, that – full season impact since the trade deadline Toronto has a 752 OPS ranking sixth in the MLB and since the beginning of September they have the number one team OPS at 803 which is 40 points higher than the next team now I, you guys are nervous about the Blue Jays bullpen I, I'll counteract that with you know Jordan Romano and then a guy that I like is Adam Simber me Personally, I'm a three-quarter submarine-type pitcher. And then a guy that's close to home, Anthony Bass from Wayne State in my area. Uh, those three guys, I look to you know carry the load for this bullpen and uh, have big roles in the postseason. Then you look at the Mariners' bullpen, and I, I think a lot of people, they say they have a lot of talent in the bullpen. But their number one guy, Paul Seawalt, their closer in the back end, he has a 386 ERA in the month of September. Everybody is convinced that Craig Kimbrell is washed, right? He had an ERA of 318 in two more innings pitched in September than the Mariners' closer. So that's just something to think about. For me, I, I, I love looking at the bullpen ERAs. It's, it's such a massive thing in postseason baseball. Seattle has the fifth-best team bullpen ERA since the trade deadline at 299. Uh, that's going to make a difference. But I, I, I think the Blue Jays lineup knows Robbie Ray, and they know his, they're, they're going to know his tendencies going into Rogers Center, which is – like Johnny said, one of the biggest home environment impacts that you're going to have in the playoffs. I, I always think about uh, just Encarnacion's home runs and Bautista's home runs. That place gets nuts when good things happen to their baseball team. I'm nervous about the postseason experience that this Mariners team lacks, and they go on the road. They don't get one single home game in this wild card series. I like the Blue Jays. Um, so I'll move along the bus because I'm going to uh... – Jump on as well. It's it's four for four. Um, I found this relatively straight. Um, if you want to play the trumpets, no, you play the trumpets. Sir. We sh- we show Johnny the trumpets. Let's go. Johnny, the Johnny will dance more than Moon Apple dance. My bad. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready to no, like throw a brick Um. So, yeah, in this firstly game one, um, Castillo, the words I've got written down here, he's beatable. Um, three of his last five starts just haven't been good enough at all. Generally on the road, he's been OK. Uh, but, but going up against Alec Manoa, absolutely lights out, scoreless in his last two. Um, there wasn't an awful lot to split the rest of the uh, the stats here. There was no real home road splits. There was nothing that jumped off the page. Um, so my handicap was almost solely on the start and pitching matchup here. Um and you've got no option but to take Alec Manoa. Um, I think then, given the fact that the blue you've got the Blue Jays going one nothing up, um, you then have to take them to win the series. I think because you have to trust Stripling and Gorsman over Ray and Gilbert, whichever order around they go. 
Um, so the, the Blue Jays at minus 136 for the series and at minus 132. I've got the Blue Jays going 2-0. and um, I know Johnny put a little safety net in there with 2-1, and one, but I've got them going 2-0 and here. Um, and again, just for that trustage. And I think that the Blue Jays have got that series under the belt. I don't think they'll shit the bed like they did last year. And it might just be Seattle's turn to do that uh, this time round. So, yeah, everyone uh, confident about the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So, yeah, good luck, Johnny, with all of that. Um, we'll get on to the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland series presently. Uh, I'm going to tell you briefly about the Elias Game Plan app. Um, uh, outstanding app, um, which means you can improve your... Um, betting, your fantasy knowledge, or even just a little bit of chat down the pub if you want to do that. Uh, the Elias Sports Bureau are the official statisticians of US Pro Sports Leagues, and their app will give you all the info at your fingertips and um, to take your NFL season to the next level. Uh, download the Elias Game Plan app today. You can get 25% off your first month if you choose the monthly subscription plan by using our promo code SGPN. 25, that is the Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store. Use our promo code SGPN25. Uh, no house advantage, changing the game, offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can win over a quarter of a million in cash in pick and contests, uh, climb the leaderboard by playing in any sport you like. Um, our promo code is SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com. Uh, download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Okay, so the Mariners and Blue Jays goes off uh, second, actually, tomorrow. Uh, the early game, the first game uh, that gets under starters orders tomorrow is the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cleveland Guardians. Um, for the series, Tampa Bay are minus 105, Cleveland minus 114. Uh, tomorrow's matchup is the lefty Shane McClanahan against Shane Bieber for Cleveland. Uh, this game is McClanahan plus 105, Shane Bieber minus 120. Uh, Johnny, you can lead us off. Tampa Bay, Cleveland, how do you feel about it and where will you be putting your money? This is one of the weirdest series, I think, of the entire playoffs. Um, two teams that I really don't like, I don't have a feel on, I don't really understand. I mean, Shane McClanahan, these last three weeks since he got back from injury, has been terrible. Absolutely terrible. And Shane Bieber has... His has been kind of not he's not turning he's not really a strikeout guy anymore. I could be wrong on that because I'm not the brightest, but I'm pretty sure he's lost a couple miles per hour off of his fastball as well as uh, his off speed isn't uh, as good as it used to be. But I think the Guardians are one of the sneak like uh, a sneaky dark horse in the playoffs that I think it could, could potentially go far. I know the Tampa Bay Rays have those analytics, whatever on their side, computers, whatever, but I'm not sold in the Tampa Bay Rays. That lineup isn't really that. Sexy to me. I mean, Wander Franco's very good. Um, trying to other guys, I'm blanking on, but I'm not. Randy Rosarena. Yeah, Randy Rosarena's good too. But this Guardians lineup, man. I mean, especially at home too. You want to talk about another home field advantage, man? Those fans are psychopaths in Cleveland. Uh, they they got nothing. I mean, the Browns are dog shit, and it's just all they have is the Cleveland Guardians. So I think that atmosphere is going to play to it. Um, I love Shane Bieber versus McClanahan tomorrow. There's probably a lot of value actually on on the Guardians. I think that line should be a little bit higher. Um, I, I think it goes Guardians in three. And then Cal Quantrill takes it at home game three, who's, by the way, just never loses at home. I don't think he's lost all year at home. Um, I love that game, and I love that series. I think I'm going to take the Guardians. Uh, Rays aren't – I think the Rays – I'm not going to say they're done, but throwing Tyler Glass now game two when he's had two rehab starts in the show is since his return is kind of crazy to me. No, I don't, I don't understand that at all. Like, that doesn't make sense. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's a lack of alternatives, really. I mean, Jeffrey Springs is the other name you would throw out there, and it's not exactly a name that's going to strike fear at anyone. Uh, anyone. One of the highlights of my uh, year following you on Twitter, Joey, is when you called the Tampa Bay Rays a circus act earlier in the season. That made me laugh a lot. Um, and we did. Men- we actually mentioned last night when we handicapped uh, when we did our draft that in the past we've been guilty of underrating the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, they were just kind of an insta-fade because they weren't that glamorous. But this time round, I think it is true. The lineup you've just mentioned a lot of the names in that lineup, and they're just not as good as they were. They're still trying to do the same things, but you're doing the same things with players that aren't as good. Um, so, yeah, Tampa Bay really do nothing for me uh, whatsoever. I'll get onto my handicap at the end. No one wants to hear me. Moonaf, uh, Tampa Bay against Cleveland. What have you got? I think a lot of things that we did mention yesterday when we did the, the episode, when we did our draft is that there's not much offensively for this Tampa Bay Rays team. I think they're, we could just say they're a great regular season team, but when it comes to the playoffs, they, they, again, the batting order it, there's it's Randy or Rosarena, it's Wander Franco. And I mean, not much else after that. And they haven't really done anything over the past, I don't know, three, four years to really address anything on the offensive side of the ball for them in their batting lineup. It's all been about their pitching. Well, yeah, you can pitch as much as you want and, and win games, but at the end of the day, you still have to score runs. But it feels like to me, this series is going to be a lot of games that are going to be runs are going to be at a premium. So I see, I feel like that team that gets the three first is probably going to win those games. And like we talked about, this, this is going to be a great pitching series between these two squads, between the guardians and the Rays. I, I, I think the guardians are going to come in and then take care of business in this series i do like them in game one with shane bieber on the mound but also do like the under in this game as well and it's only at six runs right now but i i think this is going to be a series where we see at least in game one where it's going to be like a two zero three one victory for the for the guardians they are the hottest team over the i think since the all-star break you know we talked about it a lot on the podcast when we we thought about back in the white Sox, and we did unfortunately for the white Sox, the guardians were just a better team down the stretch um they're coming in probably like i mentioned the hottest team uh into these playoffs they have all the momentum like johnny mentioned they're going to be in cleveland the crowds are good the crowd is going to be rowdy and you know cheering this team on i like them in the series and i do like uh, them in game one behind shane bieber uh, Captain Insano in the chat there just pointing out what we're talking about that everyone always uh, counts out the Tampa Bay Rays and you do it at your pedal um, right at some point tonight Noah someone's going to have to take an opposite stance here what have you got for us it's not going to come from me I oh. said it on yesterday's podcast I thought the Cleveland Guardians were the closest you're going to get to a lock in the wild card round um, you look at game one two I'm also on the Guardians uh, Johnny said it as well he took my handicap McClanahan has not looked good down the stretch and this is a guy that has exponentially grown his innings count from last year to this year, it's been outrageous. Like most of the time you want to grow a young pitcher incrementally by about 30 to 45 innings a year. This guy's already at like over 70 innings of his uh, 2021 season. Um, This Tampa Tampa Bay rule, Tampa Bay Rays bullpen just isn't quite as automatic as it was three years ago either. Like the, 335 bullpen ERA ranks them only eighth in the MLB. Usually they're top two. And the 307 ERA since the trade deadline ranking them sixth among the 12 playoff teams. The Rays also hold the clear worst record among the 12 playoff teams as they were 35 and 45 on the season. Plus, they have so many injuries with Kevin Kiermeyer, Mike Sanino, Brandon Lau, David Peralta, Francisco Mejia, and two of their most reliable pitchers, Andrew Kittredge 
and Colin Poche. I'm going to the Guardians because, I mean, this team, I think, has everything but a power source. Now, I've said it on this podcast. I think you need a little bit of power nowadays to win in October. That's just how the Braves did it last year. But this team, sneaky, like sneakily, is has has good pop. Like they get on base, they work runners around the bases. Um, they run the base paths like maniacs. They play good defense. They are funnily, fundamentally sound. I'm just looking for Jose Ramirez, Josh Naylor, or Oscar Gonzalez to just provide one offensive explosion in a time of need with a timely hit. So the Guardians, they're fully healthy. I like them to win this series. And Johnny also mentioned it. Kyle Quanchel, just to give you the stat, he's 14-0 with a 288-year rate and 34 starts in his career at Progressive Field. So if this thing goes game three, Cal Quantrill on the mound, give me the Guardians. Um, well, you're going to have to move along the bus again because I'm jumping on the Guardians. I've got them both for uh, game one and for the series. Minus 120 behind Bieber and minus 114 for the series. Um, the... Tampa Bay road form, no one's mentioned. I'm not going to repeat stuff that we've talked about. Tampa Bay road form has been horrible, way below. Uh, did you mention that, Noah? Yeah. Yeah, I don't listen <laughs> to everything you say, I'll be honest with you. Uh, the, I get but, um, tuned out, that's fine. The, I, think, I think the Guardians need 4-2 on the series. They played each other only two weeks ago, around about 10 days ago, and Cleveland eked out two, two to one, uh, home wins and that kind of looks like Moonaf was just saying the tools at six it's really low but I think they're the kind of that's the kind of format you're going to be looking at uh, Cleveland might just be uh, one or two runs better than them in a low scoring game um, I expect Bieber to win and then you say they'll take one of the next two either Tristan McKenzie or Cal Quantrill uh, Corey Kluber scares me going on uh, game three four for Tampa Bay, uh, possibly Ryan Yarbrough following Tyler Glasnow as Captain Cino points out in the chat as well. Um, you did just mention uh, base running. We did really well last year on LA Dodgers stolen base props. Now, Cleveland this year have had five or six guys who've stolen over 15 bases, uh, which is the first time that's happened since like 1932 or something. Uh, so if you can have a, if you want a pizza bet on some cheeky stolen base props, uh, they've got uh, boys who will swipe the bag as well. Uh, so if you want a little few fun bets, that might be something uh, to keep you entertained there. Um, let me just tell you briefly about Trade Coffee. Uh, trade coffee are back people uh, trade coffee first of all you need to take the quiz and they will t- put you in touch with the best independent uh, craft roasters and find the most popular coffees by roast or flavour profile that are going to suit you take the coffee quiz get expertly matched coffees that you love um, it supports small businesses brews the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home it's time to try trade coffee right now trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drink trade dot com slash sgp that's drinktrade.com slash sgp for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country and finally here odds trader odds trader will compare the odds from all major sports books also compare the different sign up codes and promos for you so you get the best value for your money once you're in you'll be getting things like play-by-play updates live scores player stats key, key game stats projected game day weather everything you need will be at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay, so we've got two team rides here. Um, two four for fours. the trumpets again? No, leave the trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got the Boogers and the Guardians. We'll throw this back to Johnny because um, what we've been calling the last couple of weeks, Johnny, our bottom draw, where we scour 
the rest of the we're going to do a, an NL um, wild card show and then the rest of the the rest of the playoffs as well. But is there anything else across the National League um, players? Any bets? What are you going to be uh, getting involved in uh, while you're watching the playoffs? The one team I'm really looking at right now is the Phillies. Um, I, th- I think the Phillies are. Plus 110, I know it's not really that much juice for an underdog team on the road, but that Phillies lineup is not that bad, and it's going Blake Wheeler game one. Love it. And I think Helsley is injured, right? Or he's Yes, the middle up. finger. Okay. Uh, he, get, he got hit on a soft line drive. <clears throat> okay. So Helsley being out, I mean, that Phillies bull, I mean, that Cardinals bullpen takes a massive hit. Um, it does. I think Bryce Harper obviously has been struggling a lot. He's going to turn it on. He's he's electric in the playoffs, Bryce Harper. Um, JT Real Muto has been pretty good. Uh, obviously, Kyle Schwarber, 40-something home runs, 45, whatever he hit this year. Um, I think the Phillies are undervalued. I, th- I, could, I could definitely see the Phillies doing something special and uh, upsetting the Cardinals. You got the chat sharp with you as well in Insano. There it is, Insano. Yeah, if it's, uh, if, it's, if it's good enough for Insano, Johnny, it's normally good enough for us. <laughs> and if you want to uh, give us your World Series winner, if it is the Toronto Blue Jays, Johnny, you can give us two picks, I'll let you. I don't – I'll be honest with you, I'm not that confident in a World Series. I think it's out. Rob Manford's the dumbest human being of all time, making the team that finishes the highest in the wild card have to face the Astros, not the Yankees, the second division team. Doesn't make – any sense on the planet it, it literally, it's just the dumbest thought process of all time i was i was tweeting tank for third so the jays go guardians yankees i wanted third place but i just think it's absolutely absurd that and i'm gonna go world series prediction like i said man i genuinely do think the guardians are a dark horse i think they can they have what it takes i mean they're underrated team it's just talking about a team that's getting in hot going at the end of the season into the playoffs the guardians are that team i mean one of the best records last month um I'm going to go, this is a crazy, but obviously I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's the Jays, but, but if it's not the Jays, I'm going to go Guardians versus Braves in the World Series. Mm. Guardians versus Braves. So a little bit of 22-1 to Cleveland Guardians take on the 4-1 to Atlanta Braves. I love that. Uh, Moonaf, have you got anything to uh, you, you want to throw at Johnny before we let him go? Uh, no, I think we covered it pretty much. Um, I don't know if you want to give out our, our lock and dog for game one or for the AO wild give it out give it out let's hear it go on Uh, yeah so I'll I'll kick it off uh for my lock uh I'm gonna go with man we want to do lock and dog or just AL bracket I don't think we've got a dog there's not a dog between us here yeah we don't have a dog I I think the only dog price that I do like is if I'm gonna take the Blue Jays I know they're at minus 128 but I'll probably just take them on the run line at minus one and a half at plus 170 um, I, I think that if you take a look at Manoa starts at home, I believe he's five and two on the run line. Um, and the um, Alec Manoa has been a guy that I really do like at home. And I talked about that when we talked about the Blue Jays. Um, he's just been incredible at home this season for the Blue Jays. So if I had to put out a, a dog pick, I would think I would go minus one and a half with the Blue Jays at plus one seventy, uh, at least four uh, for the for the game ones. Uh, Noah. Uh, for me, the way I see this Blue Jays Seattle series, I get a little nervous if it goes Game Three. Um, so my, I guess my favorite bet that I want to give out is Blue Jays in two. Um, I'm going to grab odds from it because I have to go into the black I've hole just fed, or I've, another no, I've universe. Just, it's, 
two to one, Noah, because I just picked out the exact same yeah. bet I was going to okay. give it. So yeah, uh, two two to one is the answer. What'd you say? Two to one. Yeah, plus two to one. one. Yeah, I, I like that play. Um, but yeah, I, I like Blue Jays in two, Guardians in three for me, and then that sets up some fun ALDS matches uh, or games. Johnny, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with th- this is uh, this is something that I do like here. Um, I'm gonna go for my lock. I'm gonna obviously go Jays minus one twenty eight game one. Obviously with Mano on the mound. I mean that guy is just a money printing machine for Blue Jays fans. Obviously, and another one that I have that is kind of crazy. Just th- this is a, a, a dog that I kind of like here. Is I'm gonna go what's it called? The Cleveland Guardians to never be uh, just to sweep to go up to, like to win the series two nothing. Um, it's plus one twenty five, I believe, on win bet. I could be wrong on that. Um, I, I, I like the Guardians to sweep. I really do. I I think glowing Glasnow and not Jeffrey Springs game two is one of the most out. And listen, Glasnow is my guy. I just think a guy that just has two starts under his belt in the big league since coming off of a serious surgery is outlandish. And I think Jeffrey Springs has done enough to earn a game two start for the Tampa Bay Rays. So I'm going to go, um, yeah, I'm going to go Guardians to sweep and Blue Jays game one is my lock. And then yeah, obviously my dog's going to be the Guardians to sweep. But I love those pitching matchups. I love Shane Bieber to get ahead of McClanahan, who's been struggling. I don't think, actually, I don't think McClanahan's pitched in a playoff game in front of fans, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. In front of fans. Yeah. No, yeah, he hasn't pitched. Yes, he has. no, he hasn't. So that could be another factor to go into. And I mean, I think yeah, I really do like the Guardians, man. I love that lineup. Jose Ramirez is just one of the most, for some reason, one of the most underrated players in baseball. When the guy just continues to put up big boy numbers, it's crazy. So I think the Guardians are a sleeper, and a, a lot of people. If I'm a public, if I'm looking at public guys, a, a lot of public betters are just going to take the Rays blindly because the Rays are the Rays, and they've always been a team that has been going into the ALCS, ALDS, and stuff like that. I think it's done. I think they're. I don't think they. I don't think they match up well against the Guardians. I really don't. So for my lock, I'll take Cleveland in game one, Bieber over McClanahan. Uh, McClanahan okay. hasn't blown my skirt up at all recently, so Bieber at minus 120. Uh, and I found a fancy price one here as a dog. Uh, we'll take Andres Jimenez over half on the stolen base market at plus 675. Holy if you wanted to shit. split a unit up, maybe throw Stephen Kwan in there as well at plus 825. Uh, so there you go. We'll get the boys running, uh, running the bases tomorrow. Um, and that... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gets us to the end of our little AL wildcard preview. That was really good, Johnny. Um, thank you very much. Um, firstly, I really hope you enjoy your Saturday night when you go to the game. I think that's important. Um, and then I'll wish you the best of luck for the rest of the series. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, man. I can't sleep. Like, I am. There's Jays fans, and then you guys know. Like, there's the way that I'm locked into this team. I am a legitimate psychopath with it. Like, <laughs> I, I, this is not even me trying to over exaggerate stuff. I legit, like, my entire dreams last night when I was sleeping was what's happening in this wild card game. And I know it sounds cliche. I'm not even joking you. I, like, woke up, checked my phone, and was like, did the Jays actually win last night? Because I had no idea. I was just in the abyss, just dreaming about the wild card series. So I'm going to be there game two on Saturday with the people uh, outside gate 14. It's going to be all time. Let's go. Let's go. Mate, the, 
There's nothing like it. Uh, for that kind of fandom, wouldn't change it for the world. I know exactly how you feel. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Have a lovely time. Uh, and hopefully we'll speak to you, uh, maybe if they have a little bit of success uh, later in the month. Uh, Moonaf, thank you very much. Noah, thank you. Um, cheers, everyone who's joined on the chat. Uh, good luck with all your bets, everybody. Um, we'll be back uh, ever so shortly with an NL wildcard preview. But until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers. 